Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Medical Sales Unfiltered with your boy, Pierre Pacini. Thank you for tuning in if you were live, and thank you guys for tuning in right now on the podcast. In today's episode, you're going to hear the non-glamorous side of medical sales, how things can go wrong, and how you know your corporation as a whole can make you feel when somebody ends up leaving the territory and they want you to kind of backfill that until they find somebody else. This was kind of really a open session of the good and the bad and the ugly. So let's jump into this episode and I hope you guys enjoy it. Oh, Fred, so what's up, man? How you been? It's been good, man. How are you? A lot better, dude. I don't know what I had last week, so I'm just glad that's finally over with. <laughs> yeah. Basically spent the whole time like just chilling with the sun, helping out, and then uh, really just kind of answering emails. So it was lucky that you know, when it comes to the conversations that we have, like case coverage and different shit like that, at least like I didn't have anything pressing that I had to go be at. Uh, my lunches, I was able to move them, just letting them know I was sick. And the offices were actually pretty cool about rescheduling them for next week because this week we have our national meeting. So, oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Except so it's we all- that's the funny thing. We don't even have our national meeting. Like they're still doing everything virtual. So, yeah. So you're not even going to do a virtual national? Well, they might have. I don't know. Um, but we're, because we're still in Q4. Oh yeah, that's right. So they're pushing hard. We got to close some deals. Yeah. Our national meeting is split, uh, starts Wednesday. Then you get the weekend and then we have Monday, Tuesday. Uh, it's just the most random format. I'm tired of all this stuff being online. Like I would much rather just, we, we were going to be in, I think of Orlando or Fort Lauderdale this, this year. And oh, nice. So, yeah. So hopefully this will be the last one. Yeah. <laughs> so anything anything big happened this week? Um or I guess week, last week. Well yeah, mm-hmm. last week. Uh, well, besides like we talked about, um well we jumped on actually on Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, a lot did happen last week. I got kicked out of an account. Um oh, shit. So that went great. Now I'm I'm working my way back into it. Um, still working on. I have a giant deal that's about to close. Following up, they said they cut the PO. Now I just have to locate where the PO is cut because it's a big new corporation that took over like a smaller hospital. Um, so I'm just working with all the people there. So other than that, um, there's been a lot of changes. I can't really talk about it here, but internally with my territory and people. Um, so that took up most of my last week okay so yeah yeah well i guess i'll be honest it's gonna go live on friday my teammates uh going to a new company okay Uh, so that means now i get to take over all the territory which is three states um which again i won't take over full fully but i have to be the one who like i'm the one who answers it because i'm the only rep now um so that means i'm going to be getting calls from vegas and stuff like that which again, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm really like we, we, you, my podcast will drop Friday with him, and I'm so excited for him. Like he's literally the reason I'm successful. He's taught me everything, so I'm just so happy for him. But um, but as you guys will, as people will learn, you know, now I just got three amount three times the amount of work for no pay raise. Um, yeah, no, like uh, we lost our Houston rep that covered out to a, pretty much the entire state of Louisiana. I'm covering for them. And that was the first conversation I had with my manager. I was like, listen, I don't mind 
picking this up. I don't mind helping out. Um, but let's talk about expectations because if we're talking like I need to focus as much as I do on my territory on that territory, what kind of pay raise are we talking here? Yeah. And they shut that down real quick. They were oh like, yeah. You don't, it's zero dollars. <laughs> and well, and here's the thing that's tough for me now is, um, because he, he ran, so we had Arizona split in half and then I had New Mexico. He had, uh, so I had East Arizona, New Mexico. He had West Arizona and Vegas. Well, now they're wanting to sum up all of Ve- or all of Phoenix, or sorry, all of Arizona and all of New Mexico to me, and then just put someone in Little Vegas. So now it's like I have to take over all things, and then like I try to, you know, it's just having the conversations with again. And this is all internal stuff that I'm telling you guys that, but it's like it, it's just real life, right? Like I'm trying to have talks with my managers of like, hey, there's ten other reps for my competitor, and now there's one me, one verse ten. Yeah, like. And I'm like, we have to have realistic expectations. Like, you know, so that was basically my whole last week of getting on calls because that won't happen until the year's done, but they're try- they got to figure out what they're going to do with the territory when that comes and there's conversations. So, you know, there's all that good stuff. We'll find out, but good, bad, and just stuff that comes with it. Yeah. What about uh, the, con- so we, we kind of had this conversation when found out that he was going to be leaving um have you had the conversation of let's say long-term aspect you're you're covering this of getting an associate because you know last call that we had in the last podcast we were getting our questions so let's kind of talk about that because that is that's like one of the biggest pieces you know like whenever you're running your own territory people don't understand that it's not like the corporate just goes oh you know what jacob you know Tom just left. So what we're going to do is we're going to backfill you, fill them with an ASR for you. Yeah. You can, you know, train them up. So let, well, let's talk about I it. wish that was this. So that, that, so here, that's where I will just be candid with everyone. Like I was very frustrated and I'm like this, like screw this. Like what the heck am I doing? Because three years ago, this territory had three people last year, two people. Now they're just trying to make it me. And then there was no talk of, there was a talk of like, you know, maybe we'll put an associate there. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll put like, so there's either like three options of like keeping a rep, just keeping it how it was, right? Two and two. One's flying mm-hmm. to Vegas. One's there. One's going to Mexico. We help each other when we can, right? Um, but then they're like, well, we feel like you could handle all of Arizona. So that's fine, right? But then the tricky part is as well, they're like, well, you don't have enough business to get an associate. So now we don't want to give you an associate. But if we do give you an associate, we're going to give you a $75,000 lift to your quota just by getting another person. And so like me being the rep, I'm like, well, you just gave me way more territory, way more work. And now you're giving me a lift to my territory when I just gained what I already had here. What's your what's your quota right now? So what kind of percentage is that? Yeah. So right now, again, I took over the lowest performing. So about 600K. Um, okay. And so like, so again, that's, solid, that's a solid chunk though. Yeah. But so like for, for my company, if they're going to do it, they need a million. So you have to be at a million to get an associate, um, for okay. them to justify it. Right. But which is always funny. Like, and this is just me talking off air because let's just be straight up. The associate's going to make 70 grand. Let, and let's say they get a card package. Okay. Let's say that the company's in 120 K or 150 K on this associate. Well, if you just, if I'm at 600, you know, you just lifted it 400 K, but the, again, it's a, it's a business and it's a profit, but that's, you know, like that was frustrations as a rep, just where I was just having the talks of like, Hey, this used to be a thing. Now it's not. 
but now I'm getting less help, less people, more money lifted to me, more responsibility. And like, I'm in, again, I'm in the lowest performing territory in the nation. There's a reason for that. It's not like I'm in a, like, this is, that was the talk with my like managers. Like, it's not like I'm in a territory where everyone's like, I walk in and they're like, Hey, what's up? I was actually just with a striker rep on Friday and I walked in and somebody came in and they're like, Oh, you're with who, my company. And they're like, I fucking hate your machine. And the striker, the striker rep. And again, I, I joke about that. And I say this and people think I'm kidding when I say this on air or when I'm telling them, they think I'm kidding. That's literally, I hear that three to five times a week. And my, the striker rep I was doing, he was in endoscopy and he looked at me and he's like, they talk to you like that. I said, every day and he's like i've been here for four years and no one's ever said anything like that to me dude i'm telling you man like you know we were talking about experiences I, and you know striker wonderful name they have great products this and that i mean they they do have their i won't say that they don't have any shit products there's definitely some duds out there and that's why there's competition because the competition is going to have the better better products but yeah, it's just funny you saying that, like, uh, I get, you know, the guy's been there for four years. It makes me wonder how many counterparts he has. But like I said, be because I had a senior, like I had those relationships already built. Yeah. So like me walking in, basically it was just like, don't step on toes. Like, yeah. don't fuck up my business, go out there and everybody will love you. And a hundred percent, that's exactly what it was like. Yeah. That, that has not been my experience at all. I'm like, <laughs> And you know, that's the funny thing. That was actually the talk that, and that was another reason when I got in like conversations with the manager and like the upper management, right? They're like, Hey, what's the opportunity where we're going? Where can we justify putting people here? Cause they're going to look at it as a business standpoint, revenue, all that good stuff. And I, my, my frustration as the rep was I'm like, there are all these higher ups are like, well, where's the 300, $400,000 opportunity. And I'm like, there is none. And they're like, well, that's just negative. We don't want to hear that. And I'm like, no, like, we're one of the largest uh, um, hospital systems out here. We're not allowed in. They have a contract with our, my competitor. I'm not allowed mm -hmm. in. So that's, that is literally 20, 30 hospitals. And that's, and they're the biggest ones, right? So there literally is half a million to a million dollars right there. I can't touch it. Like I'm not, I'm just not even allowed. And then like the VP, we'd had conversations um, again. And it's like, go after you, you need to get meetings set up. Right. And so that this is the talk I've had over and over with my manager is like, I got told to go get signatures. I went and got 17 signatures. They told me, Hey, it has to come from higher ups. I took it to higher ups. Nothing ever happened. And then a year later, well, when are you getting signatures? When are you doing your part to get meetings? I'm like, I already did it. You didn't do your part. So what am I, so what more as the rep would you like me to do? You know, so like that was the talk. And again, I, I'm saying this all out here. They could get here and be pissed that I'm saying this. I don't know, but I'm just being like, this is real. This is as real as it gets. This was my frustrations and me getting on a phone, being very agitated on the calls, having these calls because I'm like, I'm telling it, you don't want to listen to me. I don't have it. And I literally said this on the phone call. I said, I have nothing to win or lose by telling you the truth. I have nothing. Yeah. I was like, because like we've talked about, like you'll see on my podcast Friday with my, my teammate, he's leaving. He's going to go work less and make more money. I know I can do that today. I know that. Like <laughs> I tell you, um, you know, so, yeah, exactly. Like we talk about it all the time. Like, you know, so like I, I, I said that to my manager and I was like, I literally have nothing to lose here. I am just telling you it is for what it is for the uh, business of this company, you know, and it's like after a couple of days, okay, there was some 
okay, they looked and they're like, okay, maybe there's not these giant opportunities, but we can still like pick them off, which is what I've done in my territory now, what I've done, right? And yeah, that's, that's how you've grown the it, lowest performing. To, to do way better is obviously by trying to find that low-hanging exactly. fruit. Exactly. Converting the, the outskirts of what is a big Exactly, one. where we're already at, I'm not going, and like I said, I'm not going and converting a two or $300,000 hospital tomorrow, but I'm going to go and, hey, if we're already here and the revenue is eight grand in a small facility, maybe I get it to 15 grand and I'm, you know, mm -hmm. grab a couple doctors. They're already in there, make the relationships. And so that was the talk. Again, it was a very positive talk, but the conversation is too, is like, you know, my, my stuff's a very rep dependent person. Um, so when you only have one and you're trying to cover, you know, by the time it gets lifted and you add capital and you add quota you're looking at a 700 to a million dollar quota which again for most people they're going to be listening to this that are like med device reps and they're like that's nothing i have a three million dollar quota right yeah it's all it's all relative to what your product exactly costs, you know? exactly it's going to be that on the product and then it's also like it's territories like i say this all the time if i was in let's just say texas they love us in texas i know the reps in texas they're like i own the market i don't show up they're kicking out my competitor i got it like i have it it's the opposite here if I literally have stuff scheduled for me, I've walked in 10 minutes late because I came from another case. They switched me out and used my competitor. When they, That's true. And even when they knew Darn. I was coming, I called and I said, hey, I'm still on my way. You know, so like. That's just where everybody just learns. Everybody has a different territory. Everyone has a different product. And I know, you know, like this isn't me being poor me. This is just my territory I took over. Right. And that is what it is. But it's also, you know, like that was the conversation again, just having with my manager because I'm being as candid as I can. I said, I said that. And then they're like, I think you're being super negative. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just telling you what it is. Well, no, they, they just, you know, they want the bushy tailed brand new little person that's like, oh, I'm going to go make it happen. And the thing about it is like, yeah, you just got into the industry like two years ago, you know, and you're still fresh. And, but regardless of that, even a senior rep is going to run into that exact same wall and you can only push it so hard. Well, and that's and, that's the thing. And I and I'll just be straight up. Like I had a conversation with another uh, a friend who's a med device sales, right? And, and, and they kind of take the, the, aren't you ready for the challenge? Aren't you ready just to go after it? I said, to work to work two or three times as hard and make not as much money? Would you, like, and I just, I turned around. I said, would you? Would you sacrifice, be flying, getting cussed at every single day when you're going to turn it around to say you did it, but knowing that I could go to pharma and make more money and literally work? I my work-life balance again it's not like i i work crazy times but like for example i was up at 5 a.m i just walked through my door i didn't get done with cases till 5 15 5 30 still had to go do some paperwork and computer work that six o'clock texted you went to the gym got done at the gym at eight it is 8 45 you and me are doing a podcast and i'll eat dinner after this and i'll be up at 5 a.m to work out do all my cases and everything in the morning. And I will be jumping on a flight at 9 p.m. tomorrow night to fly to Texas. And I will get in, fall asleep. I'll be up at 5 a.m., leave my hotel at 5.15 to do an in-service an hour away at 6.30 in the morning, have a lunch over there, and then be back on a plane at 2 p.m. to fly back and be here at 5. Yeah, I mean, it's people People don't get it. And I, I talked about it in my last video too. Like, I, 
I didn't want to believe it in the sense of when when you have these senior reps and these old guys, you know, the ones that are telling you, like, you don't know shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. like what's my, my favorite stuff, and, my, you know? and my most usuals that I get. Yeah, exactly. So, like, like they they want to tell you and beat you down and tell you, like, like you just can't you can't take this job, blah, 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 blah. And I, and I OK, you and I having this conversation, I get that mentality because, yeah, your mentality from, you know, the 1980s, 1990s, when you were doing this. That was your only fucking option. Like, I, it's either I, I kill or I'm going to be killed or I have no food or anything, right? You you eat what you kill. Whereas in this world, and I said it, I'm like, okay, I'm a millennial, but I don't want to look at that as the mindset <laughs> yeah. of this is what millennials do, right? But you work you work hard, but you also play smarter, That's right? right? So, like, if you can go do... The same, even if like you love what you're doing, and let's say on average you put 55 hours of work in, but if you can put the same 55 hours somewhere else and increase your income by forty, fifty thousand dollars, you're not a quitter because this other one isn't working out for you. You're fucking smart because you just increased your income and you're working the same amount. Now, how much smarter are you if you fucking increase your income by that much and you reduce the amount of time that you're working by 15, 20 hours? Like... But but they would look at it as yeah. you're, yeah, you're exactly and and I and I love that talk because I I will have that conversation all day long right because like my favorite is that I actually just heard a thing and it was actually talking about inflation it's talking about the job where we're at and it says if you take if you stay at a job for longer than two years you're losing money and, yeah. and so I saw that and right so if I go to any of my companies right or if you go to a company and you, after two years they're like you ask for a raise they'll be like well, like keep in mind right now right. They won't because it's the most, it's the giant company, right? It's one of the biggest companies in the world. If I just go in there, cause you have to hit quota and then you'll get raises from, Hey, you hit these two landmarks. You did this for performing. Then you'll get raises for your, your base salary. Right. And it goes up at plan. But even for me, I'm like, Hey, let's just talk inflation. Went up 8%. My, without a raise, without bonus, you need to raise my salary 8%. And then once we're there, then let's talk about my bonus, right? Well, you do that. Mm -hmm. We just added thirty to fifty thousand dollars on just by that. And these big companies, no way, they won't do it. No, I, like I literally just no, no. talked to a teammate a year and a half ago. I was put at a base. They just got put at the same base a year and a half, even during all this inflation. They asked if there was any wiggle room, and the company was like, "No, you don't have. This is what it is. You either take it or leave it." Right. And, and that's okay. Like that's the big companies doing what they want, but you know, like, yeah. Cause they kind of get a stack of resumes. Exactly. You know, like, they, it's like, okay, so wait, this, the salary isn't good enough yeah. for you. Okay. Well, you know, I'm going to call yeah, you. We'll, we'll go, we'll, we'll go get anyone else who is willing to work for that. And, but that's where I just laugh. Cause like, like I said, my teammate, I'm so freaking happy for him. Like he, he crushed what he did and he worked his butt off for what he had to do for the last three years. And it's like, we talked. He's going to do an office, uh, like where he doesn't have to be in the OR. He's going to be in offices and right away, he'll probably make 50, 60 more right away. And like, and like, let's be straight up. So everybody can hear this when they're like offices, nine to five is when they're open or let's say eight to five. Guess what? 10 yeah. to two, because you're not going in right when they, uh, open. If they open in at eight, you're not going in at eight because nobody wants to see you. And after two o'clock, they're throwing your stuff away because it, it they're checked out. The day's over, yeah. you know? So yeah. like you're, you're either hitting it at nine, 10, 11, 
and then you're trying to get the lunches scheduled for 12 and then maybe right after right the first hour after they come back from lunch but after that there's going to be a lot of lunches that they don't want to see you at all or like offices that want to see you at all so we had to talk right and i'm like dude that's so awesome for you and that's just the reality and like you're saying i have people hit me up all the time like even just today i posted a thing about the average salary got it for med reps some other med device coach i'm gonna put in quotations because what the fuck is a med device coach i'm like what are we like and it's uh she's like your numbers are wrong and i was like blame med reps not me uh, my numbers aren't wrong that's med reps right and then she's like that's inaccurate you should know that if as you should know that coach if you're coaching people and i said what's the numbers then because they get it from salaries and they get it from people and then like they just report it and now is it going to be perfect no but i know what my w2 looks like i'm above that so okay if you if you're in that two years and you make 110k i'm making more than that well, okay, well, let's say that's the average because I'm already better than that. So I don't know. But I just say that because everyone's going to tell you you're wrong. Every, there's always going to be someone who's talking trash. But I always love it too because there's no answers, right? You ask, hey, we'd love to hear it. No answer for it. Oh, let's grab on your podcast. No, thanks. I don't want to talk to you. And B, there's the other, like the older people who are like, oh, you, you're a millennial. You do that. And let me just like, I say this all the time. Yeah, I'm a millennial. And in one year, I took my salary from being $50,000 to over six figures because I've been a smart choice. Yeah. And guess what? The next choice I make will take me from early six figures six to figures. Big, like another six figures. Let's add another, let's add another six figures onto that six figures, you know, like, Oh, let's add a hundred K yeah. onto that. That will be my next move. Right. Because it's like, Oh, the next move I make, it's going to be based. It's got to be 50 to 80, 50 to 80 at plan. And then it's like with a bonus, we're talking a hundred K over, you know, like, and every time, Oh, you're money hungry or whatever it is. But like, there's those jobs like you, I, and I have talked about, you could be in biotech and you could be making a hundred K more than what I'm doing right now. And you're not working weekends and you're not working after five. And that's the possibilities. And I just find it ridiculous when people like want to argue with you or try to make you feel bad about, chasing a paycheck like this is the rat race of the world right now and you're de you're deciding when you want and this to is what i want. Do you want work until you're 70 or 71 i think re i think full retirement right now 71 i no. will fight everyone on i'm trying this. to five you know I'll fight like, everyone on this you're in sales you care about money if you did not care about money you'd go be marketing you'd go be doing something else to where you didn't have to make make sales to make money if that's truly what it was yeah. right like that's i'll fight that people will be like i love sales i just love the game no no you don't because guess what if you made sixty thousand compared to two hundred thousand you want to do the sixty thousand dollar job and if you did mm -hmm. good for you that's just financially dumb but okay that's what you want to do like that's the talk i'll have all day long because it, it's funny it's I hear it all the time. Money's not everything. And a hundred percent. I said I just had to talk with it. It's not. Because here's the reality. Once you make a hundred K, what's another hundred K? What's another hundred K? You know, like again, unless they, and they've done the happiness, man, like even when you're between like the was it 150 and like 500 K, there's kind of like a sweet spot. But then anything like over the 350 or whatever, the stress goes up until you're like above 10 or 20 million. Because otherwise you're working all the time. So until you get the FU money, like 
what's the stress, yeah. what's it worth? And so I just say that all the time. Like, yes, I want like financially, right? If I could work less and make more, why, why wouldn't I? Now I just invest more and I'm doing more stuff I enjoy. But if you're not like, it's when you're doing all this stuff for a paycheck, right? It's like, why wouldn't you make a smart decision to make your life easier? It's it, the, the way that I look at it is I think I read a similar article to what you read about, like if you're not changing, not necessarily careers, but positions every two to three years, when you get to, let's say a 10 year mark and you're looking to get to that next yep. level, you're going up against somebody that is interviewing for that same role. And let's say they switch jobs every two years. That means that they worked five different jobs, got five different experiences. And if they excelled at all of those, or let's say four of the five, wonderful compared to the person that only had one. And that's what you're arguing against. And that's what the company is looking at. And they're going, this guy right here that had these five jobs, they're going to offer us a lot more than this person that's just quote unquote loyal. Because that's, that's what I've run into when it comes to older people trying to argue with me. It's like, oh, you're just not loyal. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm a fucking mercenary. <laughs> Pay me. Well, it's, not, it's like, also like, because like, this is the thing. This is what I love about, because I learned this being an entrepreneur, right? Because I started my own uh, personal training. I, I made my own money. And then like, I watched my mom who worked at a hospital for 30 years, COVID hit. And they're like, we're going to fire you. My mom gave 30 years of her life. And the first time it gets hard, fire. AKA, let me just make this very clear. Welcome to business. That is business at the end of the day. Yeah. So, but, but at same respect, I am diehard for the company I am for right it right now. But I say this all the time, literally tomorrow they could see this and be like, you're fired. Like that's the reality of it, you know? And most people yeah. I talk to have their tail between their legs and I get told all the time, you shouldn't be doing this. You should shut your mouth. You, you might get fired. Well, cool, Dave. Like, I don't care. Like, because I'm not, I'm not a scaredy cat, right? Like I said, I still do stuff on the side. Yeah. I don't need, I, I literally said this to my manager. Like I said, I said, I do not need this job. I literally could quit today, not work for the next four years. I could go back to personal training, pay all my expenses. And guess what? Like I said, I could go, I promise you, I could go get a sales job with the experience I have. And I go make more money doing something else. Like, I'm just not, I'm not scared. And I say this all the time too. Do they see this and say, well, we don't want him. He's fired. And that day comes and I'm like, yeah, that day's going to suck. Right. But it's like, it's also like this. Mm -hmm. It's sales. I'm not afraid to get fired. I'm not afraid because I was also the kid who wasn't afraid to get a detention. You know, like my mom's going to yell at me, but I have the, it's why I've had success in everything I've done in life. I have the F you mentality. So if somebody wants to tell me what I can and can't do, I'm like, cool, but F you, like I'm going to do my life. And then if they don't like it, I'll go find someone who can. And then at the worst end of the day, I guess I just do my own thing. Like that's, that's always been my mindset. You, you could probably attribute that to some type of chip on your shoulder in the sense of like, you're not going to let somebody else your dictate success. Yep. your success. I say this all you know? the time because like, and I hear this by a lot of reps, they'll bring up their manager and I'm like, whether your manager is amazing or they suck. Like, and I, and I always just used it personally. Like, no matter who my manager, who my VP, whoever it is, even who my teammate is, like, no matter what it is, they're not going to be the reason I am successful or I'm not. They, they can help me, but they're not going to be the reason I either perform or I don't perform because that's a cop out. 
And I hate that. Like I hear people say it all the time. My manager didn't do this, so I didn't perform. Figure it out, Dave. I don't know. Like, you know, like we all have life. And I and I just talked to one of my guys who owns a very big corporation. Again, hundreds of millions of dollars. So it's it's again, it's a mind shift when you hear talk to them, and they'll be like, "Oh, this person's going through that." And he's like, "Tough shit. Everybody has life." You know, and that's just the difference between the guys who are super successful and women who are super successful and making out with or they have a good life. It's either their people are going to feel bad for themselves and be like, oh, my life's hard or we're in this scenario or the other ones are like, well, that sucks, but let's figure it out. Yeah, no, exactly. It's I feel like the, the people that are successful in sales, regardless of whatever role you're in, if you're selling SaaS, if you're selling medical sales, pharmaceutical, I was selling uniforms yeah. and facility services before. It's like, it, it's what kind of tenacity that you're going to bring to it and what you're willing to do. Like there are the people that you are going to meet within these industries that I, I guess like the best way that you can explain it is, do you want to fly in the radar where everybody knows who you are? And it's either you're up top or you're down low. Like you're on both those radars or do you want to fly in the middle and just be a nobody? You're contributing to the company, contributing to the whole number, but you're not necessarily, you don't care. Like that's the person that doesn't care. They're just there for the paycheck. They're, they're hoping that they never get fired, that that a VP yeah. never calls yeah, them Yeah, they're, they're scared all the time. Like, I mean, all the time. I, yeah. Like they're like, oh, please don't pick me for <laughs> yeah, a they're, ride they're literally just there. And again, let me just make this clear. There's nothing wrong with it. If that's who you are, like, there's nothing wrong with it. But there are people who are like, I just want to work for 30 years. I want to retire. I want to live a very simple life. Like, and that's cool. I am not like that. That's not me. I just, I just, you know, like in this industry that we're in, for people to have that mentality, yeah. though, you know, like the people that are to get in, like, I even tell them, and I'm sure you've told them too, like, so my first question is, how old are you? You know, like when they're trying to get in, uh, what do you do right now? Are you willing to work 15 hour days? Like somebody just commented on one of my videos and said they turned down a job from Arthrex because they were offering, it was under a 50K salary to work unexpected. This was what the manager told them 15 yeah. hours a day. So you're going to get paid. I, I think I ran the numbers. It, it was under $12 an hour at 15 hours a day. You can go make you more than that at Target. But, oh, oh, but I'm in the OR, man. Dude, like, I, it's fucking Target just, no. I actually just saw it because I was going to post on that. Here in Arizona, they just posted $24 an hour is what they're going to bump it to. I was going to joke around and be like, catch me at Target working the front uh, front desk, man. 25 bucks an hour. But no, like, it's the truth. And like, I say that to people all the time. That was the whole strength and conditioning, right? People would always be like, I want to go on strength and conditioning. I know people that, like my strength coach, he made 30K, but he worked hundreds of hours. And he told me, he's like, I could have gone and worked at McDonald's, made minimum wage and made more money. And that, that was just something that always yeah. just stuck out with me. But it is, it's the prestigious, it's like we talk about, I literally have had several people just this month, medical sales, so prestigious. And again, it, it like, it is, we're, we're helping doctors, we're with really smart people, we're making an impact on people, the patient's lives. That is, the, there is no lie about that. Like that is very prestigious, but at the end of the day, it's like that, that's the whole, literally my teammate, literally you, you are the perfect example. You don't have to be in ORs. You don't have to be in surgeries and you can still have a huge impact on human beings and patients' lives and still make a great financial living. Yeah. Like it's awesome. We, so in my, in my field, 
we what we do is we'll print out white papers and study because it's fun like yeah i i enjoy it i enjoy reading but what different chemicals for different uh like isotopes of what people what other companies are trying to come out to compete against me to see how they're helping patients and it's not for me to compete against them it's more of wow look at this next drug or this next intervention that's coming out that's going to do something and those are those are cool things that you get to do and you can feel really happy about the things that you're learning and on top of that the, the i'm not in my role i don't impact a patient directly but if i'm not out there doing my job and trying to educate then I am impacting those patients because then they're not getting the best treatments that they can possibly get. And I don't say that like tooting my company's horn. This is literally the only, this, this option that I sell or I educate on is better yeah. than the gold standard. So that's huge. And it's, and, it, and it's really what drives you to go to work. And just like you're saying, I get to do that. Feel super happy that I'm helping cancer patients and learning about this disease state, becoming more aware of different cancers and all this stuff. But at the same time, I'm not killing myself. I'm not working until 10 o'clock at night and texting my, my counterparts and going, who's covering this case tomorrow, this and that. Like, I still remember what it was like. And I said it in my video, it was very cool when I was young. I enjoyed the, the chaos of it all. But, and I think if you want to do that, it, it's a great experience to have, but I tell everybody, I'm like, you can go make more money somewhere else. If you want to have this experience and just say that you're that prestigious guy, that you're an ortho rep, cool, go, yeah. go fucking do it. But if you want to go make money, you can go literally be a prestigious pharmaceutical rep and go make the same amount of money, if not more than that ortho rep having a way better quality and I, it just made me think of something what you're just saying is like with the quality of life the working harder and everything that we do like that there is in med device that there is in pharmaceuticals it's always going to be like i've always thought about this is like people want to be like the hardest worker in the room and and i'll just be straight up like that's that's one thing i quote myself on is i will work harder than anybody else just like you right like i i will say like i will work harder and like even today like i said i was my boat was up at 5 a.m it's nine o'clock. We're still recording. I'm still doing stuff nonstop. I've been going cases and other stuff and I'm going to go to bed. I mean, exactly. this field too, you know, like it's that competitive nature that we have. It's a hard field to get into. No, exactly. And and, and so that, but this is <clears throat> my talk. I actually literally just had this with one of my buddies. He does sales, um, not in med device sales, but he does sales outside. And it's like, <clears throat> when you're doing something, especially with sales, you're trying to be the best that you can be, but also like it's got to be time and money, which is everybody. But here's like what you're saying. Why would I go work a job that I'm going to work three times the amount of time and make half the money? It doesn't make sense financially for you to do it. And here's and here's the thing. If you just want to be the best employee to say you work at a company, that's cool. That's on you. Right. But like, let me just make this very clear. These companies, like even if you're with the top company, these companies do not care about you. You are a number. You are an employee and they will cut you the first chance they get. And I say this because I literally just sat down with one of my reps that are like, not for my company, but like in my territory, just to give you guys a taste of this. He was crushing his number, president club winner. He was going to president club one month before quota ended. Company came back and took $250,000 away from him to his quota and said that back before he was a rep. 
that there was a mistake and they credited it all back, took it, took it away from him. He lost President Club winner, he lost a bonus, and he had to pay back money. He stayed with the company, and after 10 months, after the new quota, he ended up having to pay back money, right? He ended up getting a $3,000 check because they had messed up. But he stayed with the company after that. I say that. How would you like that? How would you work for a company that you're dying for every single day? You personally crushed your number. You did your soul. And they just came back and said, hey, quarter million dollars. Yeah, um, we think we found this mistake in 2017. And it's happened to me. Not $250,000, but it's happened to me. And I raise hell every single time. I'm like, why am I getting – why is this affecting me and my quota this year? And like I, I'll share it right now. I haven't told many people. It was because I was on six month guarantee that we didn't really make a huge thing because it was going to affect my quota. It actually took it down. So then the next year it actually helped me because it was a lower quota, right? Right, right before, yeah. three days before the quarter end or the fiscal year end, my company took away 16 grand. I called the people to find out why. They said they found a mistake from 2018. So it happened to me in 2018. The person you had to talk to was on vacation for three weeks. So it wasn't going to matter because it already was going to go on the numbers for fiscal. I, and I said that to customer service and yeah. I was not very happy with it. And I let them know. And, and I was like, but I, at the same time, I was like, Hey, I know this has nothing to do with you. You're just the person on the other end of the phone. Right. She's like, yeah, Jake, you're the fifth person to call me today. So just understand, like, see, everybody always talks about how great this, that's like, welcome to the business life. No, and what's funny, I can't believe like we're talking about that in the sense of literally today just had a conversation on our team where two people on my team, similar situation where we work in trimesters and they want, so what I do is I get credit for when a patient goes and gets a treatment. And what happened is for these two reps, the company's trying to take away a treatment and possibly a couple on one of them, but for sure one on one of the guys. And they want to take it away because it was a miscalculation of when it got shipped from last trimester. And I'm just kind of like, but that's on you, not on me. Like you're, you have your own database that and you, you pump this number. You just number magically like, found it from last trimester today. You know, unreal. And, and the, but there's no like it's like. Obviously, it's a huge corporation, so everybody works in their own space, right? So it's like, that's happening, and this is a corporate office telling you this. Then your manager is trying to battle it, but then there's somebody else above your manager kind of going like, I can't do anything about it. And and then you're just kind of sitting there holding the bag like, well, fuck, now I'm losing money because of your mistake. It's yeah. not my mistake. It's your mistake. But yeah, get upset about it. No, and that you. happens. Like, again, I know, I know today was a little more like me venting and like maybe a little more negative but like this like this is the part that nobody ever tells you about. this yeah, is the shit that people need to hear this is the part yeah. that when i walked in i was like what the actual heck is going on like with all this stuff and like when they t i was like you just are going to take money away from me and you just think it's okay like when i when i'm doing stuff and then I, when i heard that from like that rep who was going to be president club winner and he stayed with them i would have been like man first chance i got i would have been like nope you, you're going to take a quarter of a million dollars away from me, take president club winner away from me, and don't take away my bonus check that you're going to get because you worked your butt off for the 11 months, and then the, your company is just going to come up with something and then not give it to you? Like, 
that's that's just the reality with these big companies. So I just say this again. I know you and I are always like out on a limb, right? And when when they find this, well, Jacob, are you saying this stuff? We don't want it. It is what it is. Like I, because I say this at the end of the day, I'm not lying. And if and like and I've said yeah. this about anything, especially in life, like especially fitness and and my podcast. Like I, when people listen to my podcast, I always say I might be coming off harsh. And if I'm coming off harsh and it offends you, it's probably because you need to take a look in the mirror, right? Like, like, and I, I just say this all the time. Like, this is an extreme one, but like, if let's just say we're at the gym, right? And this is going to be an extreme one. Let me just say this, right? Say we're at the gym and I'm not talking about anybody. I'm just like saying something and I say fat. Somebody could get offended by that, but I might not have been talking about any mm-hmm. of them or anybody. It's like, well, I, I, I didn't say it to you. I didn't mean it towards you. I'm sorry that you took it that way, right? If someone just heard it going past. Now that's a, that's an extreme version, right? but I always just say that. Yeah. If I say something that offends you, and but it, but it's the truth because I like I don't I just don't sugarcoat it. I just don't care. Like I've been enough been through enough stuff in my own family's life and my own stuff. When you sugarcoat it, it just makes it worse. And if it could have been all solved if you just told them how it is, and they have the awkwardness for the first five minutes and get over it. But like most people also, we should mention this, most people in today's society are very soft. And if you tell them the truth, they're going to cry and be like, <laughs> you're, they played the victim and I just can't stand it. I like you suck and I move on. I mean, it, we've talked about it too. I've heard it from your channel. I've talked about it on my channel. That's what the interview process in in medical sales is anyway. They're going to figure out ways to just trip you up and basically tell you that you're doing a really yeah. bad job. My favorite is, we talk about do. this. Are you, gonna you and I both talk about it, cry? we put it on our channel. I bet once a month and I still, I'll have people call me and they're like, they're super mean. They said I couldn't do this job. And I'm like, well, yeah, they, you probably can't. Like, I don't like, I don't know. Like, because when, when, the funny thing was, is when people said that to me, like the first couple of times you're like, uh, but when people are like, you can't do this. I'm like, you don't know who I am. Like, you don't know my past. You didn't, you didn't ride up in, in my beat up Buick with me with $1,200 to my name. And I left my whole family and nobody who knew who I was. And I come to Phoenix and didn't know one person. And I met a bunch of millionaires and I had made my life that I live now. You don't know my fucking life. Like, yeah. so when people would say that, I almost like, again, I want to like freak out, but I'm like, again, it's that chip on the shoulder. And I will say this till I'm dead because I wasn't like, I was always a class clown. I was always a very like loud person, but I was very like, I was okay at sports because I practice at sports. Right. I was just like, it's the athletic, but like, I'm a, I'm the most confident person now because I've literally tried everything and I'm, I've, I've been successful. And all I mean by that is it doesn't mean I tried on the first time and I do it. My first interview bombed it. Second interview in med device sales bombed it. But guess what? Didn't give up, kept learning, kept figuring it out, bam. And that's my mentality on everything. It doesn't matter what I do in life. If I just don't give up and I keep learning, I'm going to figure it out. And that's anything. That's not med device. That's not, that's just life. So that's why like for me, I don't, because I'm also, like I've said, I could literally lose my job tomorrow. I, all my investments go to zero. I'll figure it out. Like, because because this is my my other talk too, you don't have another option, so you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
not not and it's not even because we're young or anything like that it's just the fact that like if something were to happen we weren't successful in what we're doing right now by accident you don't create a youtube channel you don't create podcasts and things like that by accident yeah sometimes you do it just for shits and giggles with your friends and whatever but like when you're actually trying to relay information and show somebody something you have to have the experiences to show that information. You can't just go out there and never have worked in medical sales and tell people this is how you're going to get into medical sales. You yep. did what you had to do to get in. I did what I had to do, and that's the whole purpose. It's not like, just like you're saying, if you were to take something away from me, it's not going to change how I'm going to attack the next yep. role. I'm still going to go get No, exactly. And the thing I, w- I want to touch, it's perfect that you brought that up to end it, is so many people tell, tell us, right? Not just me, but us. Shut your mouth. You suck. Who are you to say anything? And my response is always like, I'm like, you do whatever you want. You can do it better then do it. Every single time. Like that's my response, right? If you can do this so much better than us, if you can give so much more information, then do it. But you don't know how to point a camera and do YouTube. Figure it out. Right? Like I I just always laugh. There's always these people that are like, everywhere you go, they're always going to talk trash. They're going to tell you what it is. But like, I, and I actually just said this to one of my buddies who's a trainer and that guy, I love him to death. He works his butt off. 6 a.m. I left at 8.15 or 8 o'clock at night. He's still training. He was going to do a client until 9. Like he just works, right? And I said, the thing that you need to remember, man, I just heard this quote the other day and I'm going to butcher it. It's not word for word, but it was like every single person has an opinion and will tell you what they think. Almost none of them are worth listening to. And it's because like everyone's going to tell you what to do with your life, but 99% of people if they were in your shoes, couldn't do your life. Like, that's why I always, I, and I, 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 I'll end with this with my part is I always tell people, I never, 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 never take advice from people that aren't happier than me. I don't give a shit who you are. Like, because here's the thing, even with this, like financially, if I'm talking to someone who's, let's just say millionaire, right? Yeah. 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 Again, we're in Scottsdale, right? So I talk to him. I will take financial advice from them. But if their marriage is not good, I will never take relationship advice from them. Right? Like, I mean, yeah, if you, if you take yeah. it down to like regular life issues, right? Like everybody's always got an opinion and can totally tell you how to fix all your issues. Yet you look at them and you're like, you're literally it, running through exactly. the same and, issue right now. And on well, the other and thing is too, is like everyone's well. different. Everyone's morals, values are different. Like, What's up? Like, for example, like, let's, let's just talk about, um, like I always just bring up like the relationship stuff, right? Because it's the easiest. I get told by guys all the time, you're 27, you're single, you make good money, right? Like I would be just pounding every girl I can. And like, that's cool. Like that's some people in my head. I'm like, what the, like, that's not who I am. Like I go to church. Like that's, that's my life, right? Like I'm, that's not who yeah. I am. I get it. That's where some people are from. Um, but like, that's just not my value. So I'll listen to them and I'll joke around with them. Okay. That like, but, but again, you get like, a, then you got to be like, okay, where are they coming from that they're married? And then that's the advice they're giving to some young dude. Right. Like, so, but I, and, but again, that's just one thing. Right. So I, that's, that was just a piece of it. But like, and, and again, that's not even just millionaires. Take me back to Iowa where people are making $32,000, get the same advice. Right. Like it doesn't matter. Like, but I just always laugh, but it, I just am saying that like I never take advice and I never listen to people that aren't happier or aren't where I want to be. So like, for example, I have people actually, uh, 
um, they uh, are in AstraZeneca. Sue, like so, Sue and Jay, like I, they're my, uh, they're like an aunt and uncle to me, and like she, she is like changed my life. She like opened up to what this was to me, and I just tell people like, I will talk with them because they've been married for like 15 years, 20 years. They're madly in love with each other. I will talk to them about relationship stuff, you know, and like, and they're also good with money, right? So I'll I'll talk to them about investments. But like, for example, I always just say that, like, if I wanted to learn about relationship stuff, I'm going to go to the happiest couple or the people that align with my values. If I want to learn about financial stuff, I'm going to go to people that align with my values. If I want to go to work stuff, I'm going to go to people that align with my values. It's not because like everybody has their own and everybody has their opinion. But like, as we all know, I'm just going to straight up say, there's a lot of people in sales. They're all douchebags. Like. I want to hang out with them. Like they're going to yeah. talk and they want to do it. I'm like, I just don't like you. And I believe that's why, you know, obviously the followings that we have are growing and keep growing because I, I believe that that's what people are looking for. Like you're going to have your, the reps that are going to shit on everything that you try to say to them. You're going to have the other reps that tell you everybody can do it. And then you have people like us that are like, yeah, everybody can yeah. do this, but is it something that you really want to do? These are the, this is what the life is like. This is what you're going to be doing. If you want to do it, which I had a guy tell me uh, the other day, he's 23 in ortho. And he was like, dude, I really appreciated that video that you said, like when life happens, like this is not the career that you should want to be in. And hundred percent. He's like, whenever I decide to settle down, I want to get into pharma and move out of the, like this busy, hectic lifestyle. But right now I can handle it. Yep. And I find it fun. I'm like, perfect. That is, I would have loved to have been in that, but as soon as I got in, my family started. So I had exactly. to figure out different what life was the better decision for different me. values. Because there's plenty of guys that are married, but their family comes second to their work. You know what I mean? And usually they don't last or they're not as happily married. But whatever yeah. it is, you know, like I say that. But you're 100% right. And this is my like my favorite because I, I get asked. To, it's funny by like people who just call me and reach out from the podcast. I love it. I love the question. But they're always like, what's next for Jacob? Like, what's your five-year goal? And I'm like, whatever I feel in five years. Because like, like I say, like, to, like I could, let's just say in my company, I want to be a regional manager at my company in five years. I get fired tomorrow. Okay. Well, there's a little different. There's a, there's a wrench thrown in my plan, you know, and I always, I, I will use this till the end of time. Cause it's what we know. Everybody's got a plan until COVID you get laid off. Everybody's canceled. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. You had to figure it out. Right. And so like for me, I'm going to, I have goals. And so that's, that's for me. I have goals. I have where I want to be, but also it's kind of like success. Everyone thinks success is a straight line. It's actually ups, downs, curls, back, forward, up. Like you don't know, but you're going to go. So for me, like over two years or three years, I say that with med device. And I say this to every single person I've ever talked to when I'm on the phone with them. I love med device. I think it's great. It's been a great experience for me. And let me just make this very clear. It's changed my life. Financially, it's changed my life. Like I would have never been where I'm at now. I live a fake life at 27. I say that all the time. I'm very blessed. But did I ever say I got into med device to be 30 years in? No, I didn't. You know, like I knew I can come in, I can make impact and I can learn great skills and I can make a good financially living. So, you know, maybe in five years that I want to start my own business. Now I know how to sell and I have a capital to do it. And guess what? Maybe I don't. I just want to be in sales the rest of my life. Like, who knows? But I just believe you, you're you going to attract what you want, but you also have to just be open and you can have goals. But like that, like you also know too, right? 
you had a goal, then you had a family. And then guess what? You were doing something else. And then another opportunity opened up for you that you weren't thinking about at the time. And then it just morphs into that. <laughs> no, definitely, man. Yeah. But yes, it's uh, we're hitting that hour mark. This was good talk, man. I feel like this is something that a lot of people... For me personally, like if I would have listened to this as somebody that's either not in the industry or just got into the industry, I would, what I would taking from this is there's everybody, it's that Instagram, it's, it's the, you know, the, the fad, the fake beauty that everybody's seeing. Everybody loves the idea of wearing the scrubs, looking that little prestigious, this, this and that. Like I, I'm a huge proponent of trying to change pharma in the sense of I would much rather wear scrubs. Why? I've asked my doctors when I go in and I wear scrubs right now. So when I go in, I've asked them, I'm like, do you care if I'm in scrubs? Like when I'm talking about my product, does it make you feel more comfortable if I'm wearing a suit yeah. or scrubs? He's like, I honestly don't give a shit. And I'm like, perfect. Wear scrubs the next time I see you. Um, but like they look at that and the the beauty of it and like how cool it can be but you know you don't know what the background is until you're in that background and it and that's what i feel like you know we get to offer people i no, yeah. this wasn't around when i was trying to get in you know and yeah, no, exactly around, that's why which I, that's why i love it right? that, like, like again i say this all the time there will be someone who watches this and i'll get a message and be like you better watch your back you better you better watch this like your company's gonna be it is what it is and like again I, I've said this, this is why I started filming when I was a personal trainer. My pure goal in life is just to help people. No matter what that is, right? And that this is here. I know this is helping people. Someone's going to watch this and be like, because I know you and I just talked about stuff that no one ever has put on social media when it comes to med device sales because they're too afraid to yeah. get fired. Their company doesn't allow them, whatever it is. I know that. And we're taking a risk and we're jumping out on, we're going out on a limb. But like, I know that there was things said for people that will impact them. And it'll be like, is this something I want to deal with? Is there something else? Like, and that's why I just tell everybody the grass is always greener on wherever you're going, where it's wherever you focus it on. And it's like, what do you really want to do? And what do you want to put up with? Cause like I say this all the time, you can go make money anywhere. You can go sell. I literally just saw today, uh, sales jobs. I just saw someone post about solar panels can make two to 400 K selling solar panels. Or like, you know, door-to-door security systems. Like, you literally can go make money doing anything. But what do you want your life to look like? I'll fucking end it on this one. I saw, I follow uh, on on Instagram this channel, or I guess this page called, uh, I think it's True Sales Memes or something like that. I'll, I'll link it. But the guy posted... W2s, right? So he just asked people, like, he's got a huge following. He just asked people, like, yo, what, send me what your what your W2 last year was. I'm over here thinking, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about myself, right? No, you bring up fucking solar panels. This dude sent in his W2 from last year, 800K. 800K selling fucking solar panels. And if you asked me, like, would you want to go sell solar <laughs> panels door to door? I'd be like, fuck no. And then I and that's why i said I'm like, with my, you like it's just uh, interesting again there's a bunch of different and, I, and we'll end it on like again it's not i love medical device sales i love helping people i love the industry i'm in it's just my talk is like i have people coming from financial advising from real estate from all that you can make money anywhere it's just what are you wanting to spend your time doing because that's yeah. going to be it and each each place is going to have their highs and lows 
Med device is different from pharma. Each division and med device is different. What do you just want to spend your time doing? Definitely. Well, dude, this yes. was a blast. Can't wait till next week. I know we, we had a bit of a bitch session this round. Maybe next session we can have, like, it, this is what it is. You know, it's like, it's whatever just com comes up. You had a shitty fucking week. I was sick last week. Like, it, there's not there's not much, but I've got several appointments coming up. And I know... Uh, there, we, we had a, we had a conversation of yeah. possibly talking about medical sales college. Literally, just had a couple people call me. Uh, so. <laughs> again, like I said, I get people who like to call and they cry every week. From you have some stories, uh, but yes, yeah, so everybody, thank you for tuning in again. Jacob McLaughlin, go follow him. New to medical sales device. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, medical sales unfiltered, and yeah, until Peace. next week, everybody. We're out.